Welcome to the Essex Scotland series of podcasts titled Bottoms Up, Alcohol, Sex and Me. Bottoms Up is a project that began in 2019. It provides a creative platform for gay, bisexual and all men who have sex with men who have had challenging experiences with alcohol during their life. The platform provides a space for stories, poems and creative writing to be published on our website, performed at open mic nights and read as podcasts. This podcast contains a reading of Walter Lude's Board Games. Walter's story is kindly narrated by David Mahoney. Music is taken from the album The Space Between by Medbo Erickson Halley. I mistimed my arrival tonight and the place is half empty. I head to the bar while surveying the crowd, one eye scanning for the men I know the other lingering over the men I don't. I coyly avoid their glances, never returning their gaze, the expert game player. I refuse to feel sexualized, but my body is not in my control. It is not liberated in this space. It is activated without my consent for the consumption of others. The male gaze dehumanizes me. It is a meat tenderizer, pounding, tearing, stripping, a necessary evil I choose to endure. Hiya, did we chat online? I didn't see him approach from the dance floor. He wears a black wrestling singlet with yellow piping and 14-hole black Doc Martin boots. The singlet is at the limits of its tensile strength and the areas of modesty fabric barely cover any of his flesh. His cock and balls are compressed so tightly they are a walnut below his belly. He is dripping with sweat and his face is fixed with an expression suggesting that he incessantly arrives at his own surprise party. His eyes are fixed on me as he leans in close. I can smell him. I'm sure some daddy told him his natural smell was horny, but probably five years ago when he was thinner, fresher and still reeked of youth. He tells me I look exactly like my photograph. This comment throws me as I'm careful with what I put out there. I try to be friendly, not inviting, but he furtively glances down and up my body. I don't react. I attempt to keep eye contact, hoping he notices my disinterest. From his neck, a stream of sweat begins to find its way through the scant chest hair, between rolling hills of breasts and over the considerable mound of belly, an anemic landscape of scrub, rivers, and hills. It repulses me. No worries, babe. He saunters away, belly and arse undulating as he moves. I decide to stand equidistant between the dance floor, the toilets, and the bar, a sweet spot for observing the crowd. A specific aroma starts to envelop me and particular memories begin to surface in my mind. I had assumed that poppers had been banished to the bedside cabinet of history and exiled from the dance floor by ridicule and better pharmacology. It's like the sickly scent of Red Bull filtering through an open plan office on a Monday morning. It is not a welcome aroma. Hey, did I talk to you online? Again, lost in my thoughts, I didn't see him approach. 
Confused by the same opening line as before, I hesitate. He mirrors me in dress, but a different color shirt distinguishes us. Older and taller, with parted peppered hair and a striking long gray beard. I consider lying to him for variety, blundering through a greeting, but something is bothering me. Like the prod, prod, prod of morning wood in my back from a slumbering one-night stand, but my morning hangover is kicking in. He lunges closer, and through the stale stench of tobacco from his beard, I see his teeth, yellow, and his eyes, dead. A shark contemplating its next meal. You on your own, he slurs. I lie about a boyfriend on the dance floor, but to be honest, it's an ineffectual lie in this context. I'd be surprised if he or any other guy gave a fuck. Monogamy is never presumed and is never a deterrent on this scene. He doesn't flinch and keeps my gaze. I can see his mind processing the information, considering it, determining its true meaning. Robotically, his eyes move away from mine before he slopes away. Thankfully, I'm not worth the effort. I've been thrown back. I find it difficult to stand without being jostled by bodies toing and froing from the dance floor. A variety of body types in various states of undress smear past me. The music seems louder and the venue busier. Everyone is happy. I'm out of my depth. I check my phone. No signal. Deep in a swirling crowd, I am on my own. Only alcohol will help. This time I did see him approach. Chatting to his friends, he would occasionally look over. I kept his glance. His eye contact unthreatening, or game-playing, more inquisitive. Not the usual type I would go for, but youth trumps category these days. Late twenties, shaven head. Dark, tight beard, green eyes, but short, very short. A Glaswegian graphic designer working in retail, I would eventually find out. Remember me? We chatted online. That line again. As I stare at him, wishing for a recollection, a haze of green light begins to illuminate his face. Ah, he starts to talk. It does not stop. A tsunami of information, details and descriptions come flowing out of him. All his questions he answers himself. I smile, nod, and look for an opening. I've had a few beers now and I'm in the mood to talk, but his chatter is frantic and continuous. Every detail is critical and important. Nothing can be said without impassioned emphasis. Coke, MDMA, Tina, something... He leans in for a kiss. Our mouths meet and he chews at my lips with the same ferocity as his stream of consciousness. It's unpleasant, but I'm caught off guard and I let him eat me. He pulls back suddenly, telling me he has to be careful. His boyfriend can get jealous. No, not of me. God, no. His boyfriend will go off in a huff looking for someone else to snog. I have learned not to judge or even understand relationships. Couples make up their own rules and codes of agreement that keep them together. Forms of individualism that exist within union. Knowing how I should proceed is another game that is played. A game where the rules are never stated, 
but you learn through mistakes and assurances. How much I am prepared to engage with this game depends a lot on alcohol and desperation. Tonight, not so much. Want to hook up sometime? Sure. Why not? What? Why did I just agree to this? Just say no. He gives me his phone, open at contacts. I type in my name and number. With any luck, he'll forget in the morning. I head to the bar. Three people deep and it's nearly 3am. A scotch pie is a thing of rare beauty, especially at three in the morning. Standing like a sober oasis in a sea of swaying, drunken men, a table strains under the weight of several trays of freshly baked pastry. The selection is traditional, indistinguishable grey meat or macaroni. Pie in hand, I make my way down the slope onto the grass market, where other clubs are emptying their drunken hordes onto the street, singing, screaming, shouting. The echo under South Bridge is deafening. I notice the nostrils flare on men I pass. They stop, silent. Momentarily frozen in a lost memory, a scotch pie for a French madeleine. I am a fox surrounded by hounds with no camouflage to protect me. My aroma, whether flesh in pastry or flesh in clothing, singles me out for challenge. I pick up speed and wolf down the blood temperature pie in the hope I will escape before they emerge from their static stupor. You have been listening to Board Games by Walter Lude. The podcast was narrated by David Mahoney. David can be contacted through Infinity Artist Management. The music was taken with permission from The Space Between by Medbo Erickson Halley. For further information, please visit haftermedbo.com. This podcast was brought to you by SX Scotland, part of Waverley Care. Please visit our website at s-x.scot or our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram for news of our work and forthcoming podcasts. Thank you for listening.